Hi, my name's Stephanie and I teach people how to stop drinking. Welcome to chapter four. These are the chapters from my book, There Is No Magic Button. So if you've jumped in on this one, go back and start with chapter one. Um, not that it really matters, you can dip in and out, but for first listening, start at the beginning and go all the way through. So chapter four, we are talking, we're still talking about change. Um, basically to help you sort of get your mind in focus about how people change. So how do people change? Well, people change in many ways and for many different reasons. Change can happen not naturally as part of life, which we've talked about already. You know, change is happening all the time anyway. We probably just don't notice it. The seed is planted, it rains and the sun shines and it starts to grow. It very rarely just stays a seed in the ground unless there is something fundamentally wrong with it. We change as we grow from babies to children to teenagers and adults, constantly changing our minds, our bodies, our values, our identity. A lot of it is natural, just part of life. Sometimes people resist this, the teenager who doesn't want to be a grown-up, the student who doesn't want to go out to work, or the mum who doesn't want to be her own person. Sometimes other people want us to change. Sometimes they tell us this, but unfortunately, sometimes we learn from feedback if we're listening, just from the way they interact with us, if we're listening and paying attention, that is. Maybe we're drinking too much and we are difficult to be around. Maybe we are insensitive or rude and don't realise the impact of our communication. As a manager in an alcohol treatment service, we would see a lot of men who'd been sent by their wives. I'm not being sexist, it's just what happened. Because the wife wants them to stop drinking, for health reasons, for the sake of the relationship, parenting, financial issues, there can be many reasons. Quite often, the man would be honest and say, my wife wants me to stop, that's why I'm here. Now, most people in the profession would say there is no point in him being there. The motivation must come from him. But I would argue that saying that he is there in front of you, he is motivated in some way. Even if it's motivation to do either as he's told or please his wife, there is something there to work with. If someone comes to you and asks for help, you have a window of opportunity. Find what it is that motivated them to ask. Give them the information they need and hope that something resonates. Quite often, it did. All this man needs to have is an open mind and listen. Then there is the change we want for ourselves. Maybe a job, a college course, house, partner, child, to be happy, fulfilled, or at peace, the list goes on. Sometimes this can be easy, but it can also be hard. There appears to be no rhyme or reason to this. Getting the job you want can take time. You may have to learn new skills, develop yourself and network with the right people until it all falls into place. Persistence is definitely important if you want something to change in your life. Maybe you want to meet someone. You need to keep scouring the dating sites, going out on dates, having an open mind, and eventually you will meet someone you like enough to see again. A client I worked with wanted to work as a chef in fine dining. He was struggling to find the right place for him. He spent time emailing and contacting suitable restaurants, kitchens. If they didn't have a position at that time, he would offer himself 
a work experience, a week's unpaid work so they could get to know him. He did a few of these and eventually was offered the job he wanted. But all this took time, effort, money, persistence, patience. If you want to move, you spend time researching the area. What sort of house do you want? Calculating your budget, looking at lending options, all a time-consuming process. As a child, when you learnt to walk, it took time. You kept trying, some of us longer than others. You fell a lot, it hurt, you cried, but eventually you walked. There isn't a finite time limit on this. If you want to gain or remove something in your life, you have to apply yourself. No one can guarantee how long this will take. You might not need to change a lot to get to where you want to be, but there is no magic button. No one can do it for you. You need to apply yourself if you want to change your habits, life, health, finances, or more. Luckily, it gets easier and the more you do it, but you must keep going. If you want your life to be different, you need to keep making changes until it works. Your life does not get better by chance, it gets better with change. This is Rachel's story. Rachel suffered childhood abuse at the hands of her dad. As I'm sure you can imagine, the whole thing was incredibly painful and difficult for her and her mum. Rachel didn't want it to define her. She didn't want to become a victim or live her life like that. If you met Rachel, you would have no way of knowing what had happened to her. She has actively chosen for it to not be a part of who she is. She actively sought out people she could learn from so she could further her career, but also learn about herself. She kept working at it and moved forward even though it was incredibly hard. She took part in some breakthrough coaching. This is an intensive process that looks at all areas of life and clears away negative emotions, enabling you to keep moving forward. She really wanted to let go of her past and was trying everything in her power to do this. Rachel is a classic example of, I can learn anything. I can design my life and how do I want to be? And this isn't things on the outside like what car I want to drive or where I want to live. It was the sort of person she wanted to be and how she wanted to feel in her day-to-day life. Now it wasn't easy, she worked at it, she asked for help and she kept going every day. More than anything she wanted to be in a relationship and get married. This was very scary for her as her most important male relationship was her father and had seriously let her down. Logically, she knew that not all men were the same, but it didn't stop the emotion and how she felt about this. She met someone and fell in love. He was very understanding about her situation and did everything he could to support her. We worked together on her relationship, commitment issues, which were ultimately about fear from her childhood. She had a lovely wedding day, everything she and her partner dreamed of, and they have been very happily married now for over five years. I've watched her grow and change from a young woman who had an idea of how she wanted her life to be, to becoming that woman, living her life 
by design. Not just living it from outside, she felt good. It wasn't a struggle. I'm not saying it was plain sailing, but she continued to keep going, growing, learning and changing because she wanted to and because she believed it was possible. She was the designer of her life. Okay, thank you. That's the end of chapter four. I'll see you soon for chapter five.